Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Unicorn Podcast, Queens Encouraging Queens, it's your girl, Miss K. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, a stay-at-home mom, or a single queen just living her best life, I know that every single one of these episodes is going to have something you can resonate with. So take what sticks and leave the rest because it's all about you living your best life. After you've listened, please let me know your thoughts and your feedback. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so excited for today's episode, so let's just get right into it. What is good, queens? Welcome to another episode of the QEQ Podcast. It's your girl, Miss K. Oh, I hope you guys are thriving. Honestly, I don't know where you are all listening from, but we have had some delicious weather finally over here. And I'm saying delicious, it's not like 13 degrees out. But I have literally been making an effort to just get outside and sit outside in the sun for 30 or 40 minutes and try not to look at my phone. I leave my laptop behind and I just go sit and get some vitamin D because I don't know about you, but I am a heat girl. I, I was born near Jasper, Alberta, like in the heart of the Rockies, Hinton, Alberta. You can't get much colder unless you're going to Montreal. Like, I'm talking, this is cold, it's snowy, it's wintery. We took our ATVs to the grocery store. Like, I'm about that life. I've grown up like that. But I do not like the cold. I I am not a cold person. I love the heat. The hotter, the better. So for me, the second I get outside and sit in the sun, I literally feel better. Like, I I, I can, the, the second I feel warmth, it just, does something to me and I feel better. It, we really, really underestimate the power of mother nature and even just getting outside to go for a walk, stepping on the grass barefoot. Like, you know, those things that we all think are so cliche, they're not cliche. That shit's legit. And like sitting outside in the sun for a little bit, just to get some of that vitamin D is so good for you. I know that this is leading right into what I want to talk about today, which is mindfulness. And especially in the first like beginning of the podcast, there was a lot of mindfulness and mindset stuff. And then we got into a lot of business stuff. And I want to kind of turn back to mindfulness for a hot minute because mindfulness to me is probably the most important aspect of where um, I put my attention, like it's probably the most important thing in my life at this point is, is probably safe to say, because it has played such a fundamental change in every way for me, from my anxiety, from my confidence, from my self-esteem, from my fear, from my, you know, just believing in myself and my own potential and, and really just it's everything. It is the catalyst to the change that has been, um, forming and evolving in my life. And, I was talking to quite a bit of people today where this was coming up and I was talking about how I used to deal with anxiety really, really bad. Like I I was a worry wart and I'm telling you guys, like my anxiety would be crippling. Like the scenarios I could play out in my head. Oh my God. My, my grade four or five teacher, Mrs. Poye, she was fire. I'm, uh, she was my favorite teacher. She was the teacher that saved my life in school. Okay. This teacher though also believed in me to my core. I have always had an imagination. I used to love to write, um, like write, you know, fiction and just like fantasy stories and different things. Like I loved to write. And she would tell me, she's like, your imagination is wild. Like you are so creative. 
And I never forgot that. I never forgot her putting that imprint in my life and just seeing me and seeing that, you know, my, my ability to be so imaginative. But that also worked, um, you know, against me when it came to my anxiety and stuff. And I, through mindfulness and really learning about showing up and, and choosing my narrative, I was able to work on my anxiety and continue to work on my anxiety to the point where it's becoming a lot more manageable and it doesn't cripple me and hinder me as severely as it, you know, would have. I, I use this example all the time. I talk to my mom and I will tell her, I don't know what things would look like right now if I was the same person I was three years ago. If I was the same person going through this pandemic, would I even still be here? Because like I was not in a good place mentally. I was really jaded. Like I was, I've been burned. I, you guys, I'm, I, I know a lot of you can relate without me having to get into like a lot of details and stuff, but that person that I was, was so hurt and was so wounded and was so jaded and just had no life. I was not like that positive person inside. I so badly, like I masked a lot of my pain uh, and depression with humor, right? Like a lot. You, We all know that that's a very real thing, especially in the celebrity world. We can look at Robin Williams and we can look at different things um, that are examples of this that are devastating and heartbreaking. And I understand that. I understand it. Like there's there's a, you know, something we use to mask it. And, and anyway, it's, oh, it can be emotional. It can be hard to talk about sometimes, but without mindfulness and being deliberate to really focus in and go inward and choose my own narrative and choose my thoughts and work on that every single day and moment and be conscious about it has been everything. And I, we are very conditioned as humans and we're programmed in a way to just roll with the punches and go with the flow. And like, we kind of just run on this autopilot. And I've talked about this a lot before. And then what happens is like, when, you know, we can use, um, let's use religions as an example. In Christianity, okay, you guys, if you're a Christian or anything, you'll be able to relate to some of these things. This is just an example. I'm not preaching to anybody here. But in religions, it's all pretty much the same. You go and you do your daily motions, you go through your things, but when shit hits the fan or you're having a tough moment, that's when you cry out. That's when you're like, oh God, I need your help. That's when you start praying. That's when you start like begging for things. You start making promises and you start doing things. And then you move through, you get through it for whatever reason, something happens, something doesn't happen, you evolve it, whatever, move on. Then that fades. And then it's like, you probably follow suit for like a week or two, days, maybe months, and then it's back to the same thing, right? Mindfulness requires the same amount of dedication to yourself on a daily basis that you would put into an outside source as God or whatever deity you are praying to. For me, coming out of the legalistic cult and coming out of a very religious lifestyle, I I see God in the universe as one. I don't use the word God anymore because of what religion has made that word. I, to me, universe and God are the same thing. 
I say I, I, tr I believe in the universe. I believe in energy. I believe that we are gods. I believe that we are made in the image of God. We are therefore gods. We have the energy of that. We have the ability to create, which is, you guys, this is a phenomenal fact that even the CIA has released documentation about the fact that we create our realities according to our perspectives, according to everything being energy and everything being a reflection of what we put out into the universe, we create our realities. And that makes us very, very fucking powerful. But we are programmed to play small. We're programmed to roll and be on autopilot. And that is because of the systems. Like it's just so dark. And I don't get into a lot of that stuff. Um, because it isn't what empowers you to live your best life. What empowers you is reminding you of your badass energy. And I can do that and I can help you. And that is a form of mindfulness. That is a form of consciously remembering who you are and being deliberate about what you're thinking. Mindfulness isn't just about meditation. It's not just about sitting there and trying to clear your mind for 20 minutes or 15 minutes and not think about anything and then get frustrated and up and leave and stop trying to meditate. Meditation in that sense is so fucking powerful. I there You can achieve a state of meditation through a million different ways. You can go for a long drive. You can meditate while you're working out. You can meditate while you're cooking. You can meditate while, you know, a lot of different things that put you in that place of Zen. Okay. It doesn't actually need to be sitting cross-legged and oming your way into this like elevated consciousness that though does without any hesitation, I'm going to tell you that is so powerful and cannot be ignored. But mindfulness is just coming back to yourself and deciding who the fuck you are, deciding what you want to believe about yourself, deciding what you're capable of. The only reason we have the thoughts that do not empower us is because we have taken shit that people have said and made it our truth. We have taken experiences that have shaped us and have hurt us or have done things from even a very early age, right down to our childhoods, okay? If you're not seen enough from your parents, if you're not heard, if you're not shown love, all these things play a huge part in conditioning our perspectives and how we see things and then forming what our lives end up being. People who are very mindful from a young age about potential and limitless opportunities and thriving and reaching for the stars, you see those people making moves all the fucking time. There's not one difference. You can take somebody who's in the exact same tax bracket as you has, you know, a single parent or two parents or four siblings or one sibling, like let's replicate your exact same situation and look at the difference of somebody's life who was taught limitless opportunities, taught creative potential, taught creative consciousness and being deliberately conscious about what you're, you're absorbing and creating. And this, this is not something 
guys, that I'm going to tell you is you're going to constantly be in. Mindfulness requires work for you to constantly tap in and like you come in and out of those moments because we live in a programmed world. We're outnumbered. We're everything around us is programmed. Everybody is running on a subconscious like or a yeah, subconscious like programming. Everybody's just on this autopilot thing. So it's very easy to get zoned out. Mindfulness is literally the hack to just being like checking yourself and being like, shit, yeah, let me get back in here and just, nah, I'm good. I got this. Reframing your perspective, reminding yourself you're a bad bitch, reminding yourself that things are working out for you, reminding yourself that abundance around is around you, reminding yourself that positive energy is everywhere, reminding yourself that you will look, you will, you will find what you are looking for. Because you are that powerful of a creator. And it's taking moments to come back to yourself and be mindful of where you're at. Sometimes it literally means not waiting until, actually not sometimes, all the time. It means not waiting until shit hits the fan until you take some time to go meditate, journal, go for a drive, clear your head, put some headphones in, take, put your phone away on the other side of the house, in the basement, somewhere else for 20 minutes. Set the timer on your freaking microwave to just be able to unwind. Go for a walk for 10 minutes around your block without anything and just center yourself and come back to yourself. Those little things of mindfulness are literally the key to you refueling your power supply. It's coming back to yourself. Again, this is one of those cliche things, you guys, but we have everything we need in ourselves to figure out every problem, to work and navigate through every obstacle that we we face, to overcome all of our limiting beliefs, and to do the work. We've talked about this in one of our episodes before, um, about the holistic psychologist who talks about how she sees the mental health movement um, becoming less about credentials, those holding less weight, and about being, encouraging people to go inward and doing the work internally instead of trying to fit people into a mold of textbooks and talking to them and doing these things, but in taking people completely out of that and bringing them back to themselves, bringing them back to reminding them that we have the power and the capability to determine and decide how we're going to view our situations and how we're going to look at our situations And therefore, what it's going to feel like to go through that situation, knowing that when we, what we feel like will generate more of that same feeling. So I know that was probably a little bit, let me, let me try to clear that up a little bit. If we can be more mindful of how we feel about how we're going through something, that will tell you where you stand in your mindful scale. If you're feeling anxious, worried, upset, angry, like full of anxiety, um, frustrated, catty, petty, whatever, you know that you're in an energetic place that does not align with the best, best version of yourself. Because the best version of yourself we all, all, every single one of us, the best version of ourselves cannot be bothered with petty shit. 
the best versions of all of us are out there wanting to do good in the world. They're wanting to help people. They're wanting to clap for people. They're wanting to motivate. They're wanting to live their best life. They're wanting to be happy. They're wanting to find joy in their relationships, in their jobs. They want the best version of somebody else wants to feel like healthy and happy and abundant. So when you feel something that is not of that same frequency, you know you're not in alignment. And being able to check those feelings and like, okay, what can I tell myself? What is the easiest thing about this situation that I can tell myself that'll feel just one thing, but a little bit better than what I feel right now? That is mindfulness. That is the work that needs to be done every day. And I know you guys, this is just a different way that I'm saying it. We've talked about this before, but I am never going to not be talking about mindfulness and personal development and mindset work because it comes down to that. It really is about being conscious and being deliberate about what we're thinking, what we believe about ourselves, what we really say to ourselves and how we feel about ourselves. I I know, I know it can be so tough, but we are doing something. And when I say we're doing something, I mean, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening because you you resonate with the energy behind it and you're either trying to live your best life, building an empire, you're doing something deliberate, you're working and you're creating, you're manifesting whatever it is for yourself. Maybe it's a, the, the job of your dreams, um, whatever it is. We're all doing something that is new to us. We're all working towards something that is unknown. So that means a new you needs to take that needs to take those steps. If you're listening, we're all doing those things. We're all working towards something new. We're stepping outside of ourselves. We're going towards something we've never done. That requires you to be somebody you haven't been before. Because nothing new is created from something old doesn't matter. A new version of you needs to show up today to tackle what it is you're tackling today that is leading you down this new path. Every day we're evolving. Every single moment. Don't underestimate, even if you have a day where you're down. I was talking to my girlfriend today who is working on this hustle of hers. I'm so proud of her. Um, My best girlfriend. Love you, Megan. She is working on this this thing and she's got a project and she's so fired up and amped about it. And her and I uh, both recently, I think you guys might remember in my podcast about a month ago, I was I was down, like I was having some time. I was just ish. I was in like a, a rut. I was in a funk. But, and, and so was she. And it was really crazy for us because we were both like, what is going on? Why am I in such a funk? And it was, a, it was dark. It was ugly. Like it did not feel good. Uh, and we both have come out of that now. We're both like looking back at this and we're like, wow, like, you know, that was a, that was a, that was some deep shadow work that was happening in that time. Like that was, that was some crazy stuff, but you had to, you know, go through those motions because those are the days where you have to decide. That's that mindfulness. And sometimes some, it doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes these things drag out, but you make the decision to overcome and keep going and just show up and eventually you pull yourself out of it. And I, we're talking about this today. We're talking about how some days it's just like, you know, she was mentioning and I was talking about how some days it's just, you don't feel like doing anything. Like you're, you're still love what you do. You still excited about it, but like, you know, you just want to stay in bed and cry or you just are, are, are overwhelmed or you just need a day off or you just kind of want to be left alone or you're just not in the mood. And I'm like, girl, that's, that's, that's part of the process. 
Here we are doing something new, expanding, stepping out of our comfort zones. That requires a new us. That requires an evolved us. That means growing pains. That means needing to go through those motions where sometimes it's just like, you know what, you're not going to feel like it one day. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you're not built for building an empire. That doesn't mean that you're not doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Most, if not all of us have those days. Okay. And I want to encourage you and remind you that those days are totally okay. And it's about using those days because when you look back, those days too are necessary for the long run. I have had plenty of those days over the last three years and every fucking time I've come out, I've evolved. I've stepped deeper into something. Something has just fucking profoundly changed in my perspectives, in my insights, in my own, my own being. All of those times were essential because also I came through for myself. I showed up for myself and I bet on myself and I kept going, even though some days, some days it didn't feel like it. Some days I was in a funk. I didn't meditate worth the shit. I was hardly in control of my thoughts and what I was thinking. I was petty. I was complaining about people. I was like, there were those days. And then you know what? I wake up the next day and I decide, fuck that. Like, today's going to be a good day. And I focus on every damn good thing that has happened that I can think of over the last month, I could easily list off a hundred good things that have happened. And I choose to focus on that. And it's one day at a time. It's one moment at a time. And then you know what? That feeling lasts me for a little bit of the day till, you know, some of those freaking shadows from the week come back up and they try to bring you back down. And then there's the rest of the day. Then you go through the next morning and it's rinse and repeat until you fucking overcome. Those days are normal. And that's that mindfulness that's done every single day. I cannot stress it enough. And I love the shit out of you guys but make time for yourself. And I saw this really great comment today on somebody who was asking, how do you love yourself? How do you show love to yourself? What is self-love? Like, how can you even do that? And self-love, which is the key to mindfulness, is literally just doing the things that feel good to you in that moment. And honoring yourself. What feels good to you right now? Does it mean going to take a hot shower? You want to do that? Do you want to go sit outside in the sun and work on the laptop? Do you want to go and do this? Do you want to start up the business? Do you want to start eating healthy? Do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to talk good things about yourself? Do you want to journal? Do you want to meditate? Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do that feels good to you? And when people tell me they don't know what they want, I'm like, well, you know what you don't want. And what's the opposite of that? You know, you don't want to feel like shit. Okay, so what makes you feel like shit? Sitting on the couch and watching hours and hours of TV and just wallowing in something? Okay, so what do you want to do? What's the easiest thing? Go shave your legs and make yourself feel better? I did that the other day. I just decided I was having a moment in a day where I was like, oh, I'm feeling a little, feeling a little grody. You know, I think I just need to go and do a full pamper session right now in the shower. I washed my hair. My hair is a big deal to wash. With the pink, guys, it's a big deal. I refreshed my color, washed my hair, shaved my legs, shaved my armpits, exfoliated, gave myself a facial. I gave myself the whole nine yards. And I am telling you, I felt like a million dollars after those two hours. I was like, oh, yes, honey. Like, that's right. And then I like bought myself a fresh pair of socks. You guys know I love me some new socks. Like love me a fresh pair of socks. Little things like that. That is self-love. 
doing little things every day that feel good to you, sitting outside in the sun and just soaking up the sun and thinking about how much I love the beach and I love the heat and I love water and I can't wait till I have a house on a beach one day, letting myself daydream into beautiful, blissful thoughts. That is self-love. That is mindfulness. That is being deliberate to choose how you feel and knowing that how you feel is your magnet to attracting more of how you feel. So be deliberate about how you want to feel. Be deliberate about how you want to feel when you wake up in the morning. How do you want today to feel? And start start feeling those feelings. You can feel things without something having to trigger it. That's the whole point of deliberate creation is choosing to feel happy before something needs to happen to make you feel happy. Just choose. Choose to feel the easiest you can in that moment. Content? Is that, is that easy? You don't, you, you don't have it in you to feel happy and joyful right now? Good. How about content? What about satisfied? You know? What about just grateful? A little bit thankful? I mean, are you at peace? Are you just calm? Any one of those that feels just a little bit good, take it and choose those feelings over and over and over. I hope that this has encouraged you guys. I love you. I'm sending you all the love and good vibrations. Keep your minds right. Keep focused on your thoughts. Make the decisions to show up. Be mindful. Practice mindfulness. We got this. I love you guys. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. This is Miss K. I'm out for now. Bye. That's my